Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase for The Chain by Fleetwood Mac to be at the very tippy top of your Spotify wrapped. Mm-hmm. My name's Caitlin, and mine was at number nine for normal reasons. Yeah, totally normal. Totally normal. No, nothing to, nothing to see here. I just really, really like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, all I hear, ever hear talk about is how much you love Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, and specifically the chain. Yeah, yeah. Ever I, so often, like, we'll be hanging out and she'll just be like, you know who I like a lot? Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I cry just for the beauty of music <laughs> because of music it has yeah. nothing to do. and what makes it hilarious too is i feel like the chain is not one of those songs that you listen to and want to cry necessarily i feel like it's more of like a raging song so the fact that there's a reason to cry about it is what makes i think this whole dialogue we're having more funny well we all perceive music differently so. just in case you wanted me to explain the joke <laughs> hello i'm emberlyn and i have this hmm the dead eye stare. Manny, do you have anything to say? <laughs> no, not a thing. <laughs> not, not a thought in that head of his. <laughs> so, Caitlin, this episode is a bit of a doozy. <laughs> yeah. What episode are we going to be talking about this week? We're talking about Our Flag Green Sad Season 1, Episode 8, We Go Way Back. All the way back. All the way back. So, Caitlin, uh, this episode is a bit of a doozy for many reasons, yeah. in part because we encounter an old friend of... Eds, Calico Jack. Calico Jack. Uh, played by Will Arnett. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Jack and Ed are hitting it off, you know, reconnecting, reminiscing, Steed is not so comfortable with that dynamic. Not happy. And not just that, he's also a little bit jealous. Oh, a lot of bit jealous. Um, and everything seems like it's becoming a little awkward between them until ultimately Jack gets kicked off the boat for killing Carl. Mm. Uh Buttons' seagull friend or pet or partner. Yeah. It's not necessarily clear. Pour one out for Carl. <laughs> R.I.P. Carl, <laughs> you would have loved Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Ultimately, Ed comes back. Yay. He and Steed reunite. Yay. Um, but unfortunately, it's just in time for the British to show up mm. and take them all hostage. Something that it turns out Jack had a hand in making happen Ruh-roh. along with Izzy uh, Spanish Jackie and the British, um, including uh, one of the uh, Badman twins, Chauncey. Chauncey. So, Caitlin, uh, what hooked you when it came to this episode? Oh, Will Arnett. I I love Will Arnett. I love big uh, big Arrested Development fan. I'm, uh, <laughs> I love big Arrested Development. I fan. love big Arrested Development <laughs> fan. Uh, I should do a podcast. I'm really really well with words. <laughs> well with words. <laughs> Was it on purpose? All right, I need to be put down. Goodbye. <laughs> um, bye. Bye. <laughs> but no, I really, I, I like Will Arnett. It was another addition to the um, like guest stars of being like, hey, I've seen you before. And yeah. it's like, a, I wasn't expecting like someone like him to show up, even though Leslie Jones and Fred Armisen have already been here. Yeah. And I also just love um, how he plays Calico Jack because yes. it's so obnoxious. And but like it could have been like easily like really annoying and yeah. like he is annoying but in like a funny way yeah and because that's who he's supposed to be yeah but it could have easily been like unenjoyable to watch where it could have been torture yeah yeah but like his delivery of the lines and this gruff like way that he talks is so funny yes um so he was a, a big uh, hook and also just the fact that he shows up 
and um, he's talking to a naked Buttons. That yeah. was actually my hook for this episode was Buttons moonbathing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me, he was one of the people that really carried this episode, which I'll get more into later. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's just out there and apparently Carl also has to be there. Of course. And that's when we see Jack down on the water, um, which I love because it's not like it is clearly water, but it's also not clear that it's water because the boat's not moving. <laughs> it doesn't move at all. Which I don't know if that was intentional or just somebody like made a mistake in post, but it's so funny. It works. It works. Yeah. It works in the way it, it it really gives me like Princess Bride like sound studio soundstage vibes where it's like it it it's so it's almost like we're in the uncanny valley when it comes yeah. to some of the settings. Um, but I really really like that. Yeah. It almost makes the whole thing look like a very big elaborate play. Yeah. Another scene that really gets me is when Jim takes on Jackie's ninth husband Geraldo. Um, we have a name who turns out to be one of the Diaz de Gallos, and I love this just because of Fred Armisen's delivery. Yes. In this scene he, he walks in um when vico or jim is posing as the priest he walks into the confession box he's like forgive me father for i did sin i did sin i'm sorry but like again it's just i don't know what it is about him but just the ironic way that he delivers his lines gets me every time yeah and also, it's like nonchalant but like he means every single word he truly does yes like i believe him i'm like i believe yeah. that you did sin you did do some sins. you certainly did sins did be had <laughs> So, what was your favorite part of episode six? I've got a couple of them. My one of my favorite parts was um, we had Steed have like his first big captain moment. Yes, uh, when he confronts Calico Jack after he kills Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, rip Carl. R.I.P. Um, Carl. <laughs> you would have loved rumors by. I think we already did this. We bit. did. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep doing it over and over again. R.I.P. Carl. <laughs> you would have loved rumors by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> No, but I really like that because of how just how badass it was of Steed to come out and be like, get off my ship. Mm. It was good. Yes. (laughs) It was was very, it was very great. It was such a good moment because like I love that he has this big tough moment as like this pirate captain, but he's still like in his silk gown. Yeah. And which I love because it's so Steed. Yeah. Of like him being like, I still love all of my fine things, but I also get to be this tough captain. Yeah, it's like the one of the first moments where like we see him be both. It's it's where he's at his best, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you kind of see like that growth in him because yes. I don't think episode one Steed could have had that no. moment. Episode one Steed couldn't even like get over like the deck of the ship. Oh, yeah, the yeah, on, yeah. So um, I really like that moment. Um, I also love the whole uh, room people sequence um, yes with Wee John and Frenchie yeah I love that they're like sitting there talking about putting together a sitting nook and then like putting up this bowl of mints for mints for people when they come over mm-hmm. and Frenchie's just like why would people come over and Wee John is like I think that's just part of it yeah. like I, that is such a funny dialogue to me like they didn't have to include it but it was like such a yeah it was such a funny like b-plot yeah I think like what I love about the whole scene is that I remember watching it and being like this didn't have to be here. No. But I'm glad it is because it's so fun and it's just cute because, like, we didn't need the whole, like, plot of why Luande gave away his room. Right. But we did and it just kind of adds to, like, just the dynamics between all the crew and, like, how, like, their lives are just as important as what's going on with Steve and Ed, which yes. I think is fun. Yeah. Also, what I really like about at this scene is that we really get um, some screen time for Wee John's Dolly, which I had canon that Frenchie made for him. 
Mm. And because uh, I think they have a really, really uh, great uh, like relationship together, whatever yeah. it may be. And yeah. I just love them together. And I feel like uh, room the whole room people scene is just like such a great dynamic in the way like that they work together. Yeah. Uh, I also just like in that scene the way that they like are just looking at the room. They're just like, what do we do here? <laughs> like we've never been here before. I know. Like wow, we we got what we wanted, but now. But now what? <laughs> how do we actualize our dreams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, definitely one of my favorites. I also agree with you that when Steed, um, tells Jack to get off a ship, that's like a defining moment. I think in Steed, not just in Steed's like relationship with himself as like this person who's maybe like a little passive and mm-hmm. has never stuck up for himself before. I like that you mentioned that he was like technically one of steed's high school bullies in a lot of ways not because he is but in the sense that he has that same energy of like oh like i'm gonna come here and i'm gonna call you names and i'm gonna make you feel like shit in front of your friend Um, i also like when jackie and jim are talking about the siete gallos i like their dynamic a lot Mm -hmm. i think you mentioned at one point to me that you want to see more of them oh yeah very much agree with that (laughs) they're very funny together and then i also like when uh steed is spying on jack and ed Mm, and lucius comes in and is just like are you well um (laughs) because uh and this is maybe one of my favorite quotes in the in the episode we see um lucius kind of come up and he's talking to steed and steed's like kind of ignoring him and giving these passive answers and when he finally gets the telescope away from him he says to steed long night and steed who's already who's still focused is like i don't know because he's (laughs) it's just been so long that he has no idea what's gone on in the time that he's been staring at jack and and ed on the beach so wow like great scene i also think it's a good example of how uh, lucius is a very good person for steed Mm -hmm. um because it seems like he really cares about steed now that he sees that steed and ed seem to have like a a, more of like a romantic dynamic going on um and he clearly wants to like protect him um which is just very nice like yeah. I'm inclined like there's a part of me that wonders if Steed will give an absolute fuck if when he finds out what has happened to Lucius in season two what? I wonder what that is yeah. um but then there's We've a part never of seen me the show before yeah but at the same time there's a part of me that wonders if there'll be more like of a sentimental thing between them just because they seem yeah. like they're good friends now and like now that Lucius understands who Steed is yeah there's definitely like a good, a good dynamic between them I feel like he's protective of him yeah in super. a way for yeah. sure yeah so did you have any other favorite parts of episode six um well i mean the ending the chain (laughs) how can we not talk about that i know (laughs) only the cultural reset that we all uh experience uh it's great it's great it's great television the best of you may say i i think that it was so cool how they just like not only like so david jenkins said at some point that he wanted that song from the beginning and he made sure like one of the first things that he did was get the rights to that song mm-hmm. to be used yeah. before anything else yeah um, which i think is really great um because i can't picture any other song being used right. and then um i think i'm not sure uh if i think they filmed it like set, set up. up yeah um which i think is really cool that they to get it I, I love it when things go to the meat of mu- beat of music, mm-hmm. whether it's intentional or not. And right. this was clearly intentional to go to the beat. And I just think that was a really cool touch. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the foot touch heard around the world <laughs> <laughs> of Ed uh, and Steed are, like, on the ground together. And um, it's they're just staring at each other. And it's, like, another one of those moments where they're 
own they're in their own little bubble mm-hmm. where it's their world is only each other and it doesn't yeah. matter that like something scary and terrible just happened because they're together and that's all that matters yes and just the way that they're staring at each other yes. is so beautiful yes and the fact that ed reaches his foot out to steed and then steed puts his foot on top of ed's is mm. just like they can't hold hands, so that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's the best just, they've it's got. so cute. And it's, it's also all... like a super validating moment for Steed for Ed to be like, I'm here, I never left. Yeah. Um, something I love about this show, and I talked about this with you before, Caitlin, but I think it's worth rehashing here, is um, it's a kind of show that I think you watch it a couple of different ways. The first time you watch it, you kind of have this will they, won't they attitude where you're mm-hmm. like, is this really happening? Yeah. What? No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> this, not. Is, this is just another situation where, like, it, it seems like maybe we as the the – List the the watchers at home. We're misinterpreting what's going on between these two yeah. people. The second way you watch it is as a love story because you mm-hmm. already know what's going on. You already know yeah. what's taking place, and you can kind of watch it with the confirmation and validation and comfort yeah. that it is indeed a love story. Yeah. So uh, in that sense, the first time I watched that scene, I didn't see that they touched feet. I hadn't mm. noticed that mm-hmm. um, until it was pointed out to me later. I think by somebody. Um, on Tumblr or wherever um, and I I know I'm not the only person that shares that sentiment of having missed that the first time Yeah. Um, and there's something really beautiful about that it's like one of those things where you can go back and, and watch it um, over again and you see something new every time kind of yeah. like my spy book or like where's Waldo there's always like new details to pick up on so that was one of those for me and mm-hmm. it really just made me go <laughs> yeah I really also when I first watched this I thought this was the last episode yeah because when I started watching the show only eight episodes had aired at mm-hmm. that point so I was just like wow what a good ending like they're all together like I would have been completely fine with it I was like this is so sweet and I like that it was open-ended that like oh maybe they get together or whatever I hope there's another season and they do and the little like next episode button popped up and I was like never mind I'll just keep watching <laughs> and when you know what takes place in episode nine I think it's hilarious that there was a po- there was a point in your life where you didn't know there was an episode nine yeah or that maybe any of us didn't know that um because episode <laughs> nine really changes the game it does but like i i just remember feeling like i like that you feel content at that moment where like i mean <laughs> knowing how it ends like right. it was, i was definitely more comforted by the end of episode eight for right. sure but um i it was like a pleasant surprise when i found out there was two more episodes i know uh, if only there had been one more episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I'd be much more... <laughs> I think I'd be able to sleep better at night. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Caitlin, any mm-hmm. immediate standout characters for you this episode? For me, I was paying a lot more attention to Steed mm-hmm. this episode just because it was really interesting to me of the dynamic of Calico Jack um, coming into his world that he, like, Steed already feels comfortable with with ed Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like like we said before like one of his childhood bullies like coming into his life again like this was kind of like an insight into how his life might have been like of not being able to fit in with all these people who are doing like all of like these like you know kind of like those like that tough macho man type thing that he clearly his father wanted him to be but instead he was picking flowers and like being sweet and lovely Mm -hmm. and steed clearly could never fit in of any other way and he doesn't have to but like he clearly didn't have like a lot of friends that way Mm -hmm. um and so to see that with seed now and especially um since he and ed have like at this point like a pretty good established friendship and seed clearly has feelings for ed but he has no idea what they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um for 
that to come in and kind of ruin the dynamic. Like they go to breakfast and there's only two places set because it's only usually Ed and Steve having breakfast together. Right, right. Which I love that they established that. Right. And Steve's just like, oh, I only have two places. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can sit there, I guess. I'll go at the opposite end of the table. And it's just right. like, I really felt for him and really, really sympathetic towards him because it's just like, you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you're going through this and right. you're having a bad time. And just like, you can see how much like it hurts him in a way too, because he's all he gets is insulted by Calico Jack. Right, yeah. And like for Ed, he's getting his past brought up again and Steed seeing a side of Ed that he never knew, right. which is mainly like the Blackbeard side of Ed. So right. it was interesting to see Steed kind of like deal with that and mm-hmm. then how it affects his life and then in, in turn like Ed's as well yeah that was interesting it is a weird dynamic because like i think with ed specifically what i noticed this episode is like you've got somebody who's kind of at the crossroads of this old flame that he has it's kind of like your college boyfriend he's gross um and this new road he could be going down um with this person who's soft and lovely yeah and like wants to like go look at foliage with you yeah it's very interesting i think it it goes to show like sometimes we come to a point in our lives where like we're no longer interested in the same things we were when we were younger and we Mm -hmm. kind of mature and i feel like that's kind of it's kind of like a crossroad episode for ed yeah um which i really appreciate so caitlin what were your favorite quotes from this episode one of my favorite lines is when steed is looking with a telescope uh at calico jack and ed and Olawande uh, tells him like, "Man, you gotta like put them out of your mind. Like it's okay." And then he, Steve goes, "They're the furthest thing from my mind. That's why I have it this telescope," <laughs> which I think is so funny. <laughs> I really liked when Jim and Jackie were um, fighting together, and Jackie uh, pulls a knife on Jim, and Jim just goes that was cool yeah <laughs> like i love their respect for they each have other. some mutual respect despite yeah. also being arch enemies yeah yeah which is why i want to see more of them together like yes. i think they have such a cool dynamic um but also i really like some lines from calico jack when um at the beginning he looks at steve and he goes who's the big gal <laughs> like, it's so insulting but just his delivery is just really funny. such a fucked thing to say but <laughs> who's the big gal yeah. And um, also when he calls Steed by the wrong name, he calls him Steve. Yeah. And Steed goes, it's Steed, actually. And Calico Jack just goes, what is? <laughs> what is? <laughs> it's just so funny. Because he just does not give a shit about Steve. He's I like, know. what is? I know. He's so mean, but I love him. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. I want more. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, another Calico Jack line that got me is when um, they're playing Yardies and Roach falls uh, off the mast and hits the kind of hits like the side of the ship as he goes down and he splashes in the water and it seems like he's not well and all the crew looks <laughs> he's not well momentarily concerned <laughs> yeah. and uh, he broke um, his back he's not well <laughs> and Jack goes well and you think he's gonna say something kind of like some with some finality like let's stop yeah. playing and he goes who's next who's next <laughs> like there's just the way he says it again like i think will arnett is a great example of like someone whose delivery is so funny that you yeah. just can't not like them yeah. like maybe they're they're written as somebody who's terrible but it just they just bring such energy to the role that you yeah. just you have to keep paying attention you can't not laugh at them oh another one um i'm bringing up the foliage again i love that steed's idea of like a nice day um when they first uh mm-hmm. pull into blind man's peak blind man's cove cove bay cove pier 
<laughs> hmm, I think somebody said Cove, but I couldn't hear them. Um, it's Cove. <laughs> and when they're talking and Steve is like, oh, like, I, I really want to, should we, like, go on a nature walk or, you know, go for a dip? And he's like, oh, there's got to be some insane foliage. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, that's, like, such a, mo- again, like, there comes, here again comes Steve's need to, like, have a day and, like, be, yeah. like, the mom that, like, makes everything cool, you know? Yeah. Very funny. Um, very sweet. And I think, again, it's like, okay, at the end of the day, do you want some wild guy, as, as, an, as like, hilarious as Will Arnett is, yeah. do you want somebody who is capable of some of the cruelties that he's already displayed on the ship, like murdering a seagull? Mm-hmm. Or do you want somebody who wants to walk through the foliage with yeah. you? Yeah. I think, it, like, that that is interesting to, um, like, the dynamic between, like, do you want that tough person or yeah. do you want like steve Softness. uh because during the the breakfast scene uh calico jack starts talking about all of those like things that blackbeard used to do like right. burn a whole ship yeah. and ed clearly is like the conflict is on his face where he's just like i don't want to talk about that because right. i actually mellowed a bit yes. and uh, i'm not that person anymore right and, like he's changed he's changed yeah. and like we've already seen that like he would rather be edward yeah than blackbeard he introduced himself as ed yeah. to steed and that's all he's ever known mm-hmm. by steed and i think like to have that like it's really easy for someone from your past to come into your life again and to immediately like divert to like that personality that you had when you were with them and when you're younger and for him to um i think to leave was actually good for ed Uh because i think he could have easily been stuck in that mindset with calico jack where everything is just like oh we're just gonna like blow some shit up and um just like not kind of give a care for anybody else around us and just be like have those more like violent tendencies that they used to have when they were younger so i think leaving although like as heartbreaking as it was like was still good for ed yeah because he needed to yeah he needed to see like what he would have lost if he went with calico jack and then of course he learns that jack wasn't there for him anyway he was just there because izzy sent him and um I also like that Ed, like, yelled at Jack and said, he's my friend, about mm-hmm. Steed, which I think was really sweet. Like, I think that was really eye-opening for Ed to be like, no, like, that's the person I want to be with because I want to be mm-hmm. I want to be who I am with Steed, not who I am with you. And I think right. that was really a good turning point for Ed to realize, like, this is what he wants for his life now. It's also super interesting what Jack says after that. He says, like, pirates don't have friends. We're all just in various stages of screwing each other over. Yeah. Which is exactly what the pirate mindset and maybe, like, the Kraken or Blackbeard mindset is. Yeah. And that's what we see come out later in the season yeah. um, toward the very end. Um, because really, when you think about it, this whole season is about Ed, not just about Steed and the crew, but it's also yeah. about Ed kind of, like, fighting who he is mm-hmm. um, and wanting to be maybe deep, like, not even fighting who he is, but, like, fighting this persona he has. Yeah, that people have made him stay. he really is. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's something I actually really appreciated um, as well. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So, Caitlin, we talked about this in great detail already, but I think it's worth it that we revisit it before we move on. Um, how did the end treat you? oh my god again greatest scene in television history i don't think we're biased to say that just because we like the show i think it was genuinely like a really cool sequence yeah i just i love that they're together i love that the that fleetwood back played i love that just all that matters is that they're together and i feel like that really just like 
sets up the fact that they are at this point each other's world just i don't know it's just so beautiful to me like i like again i thought this was the last episode when i first watched it and i was so content because they were together yeah and i was just so happy and it just i think it's just a really brilliant scene and i have nothing bad to say about it it was number nine on my spotify wrapped again for normal reasons (laughs) so yeah it's incredible how time sort of stops when they're together first of all the lead up to that is spectacular i mean you've got like the english playing the drums yeah um in 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 tune with uh, the chain by Fleetwood Mac. You've got Frenchie playing the guitar, yeah, yeah, as yeah. if he's Lindsey Buckingham himself. It's an <laughs> incredible transition, right? And then for it to all kind of end with um, Ed and Steed together, time kind of stopping for them while the chaos uh, mm-hmm. persists around them. It's beautiful. What else I love about it is that um, it the song is about you know betrayal it's about leaving somebody you yeah. love it's about never breaking the chain but mm-hmm. the end ed touches steed's foot and links the chain back together again what? that's insane <laughs> how could somebody do that like there's something so beautiful about that and you know as somebody who watched this show once and kind of wondered like are they just friends you know and then watched it again with the the recognition that there was definitely like a really profound love story going mm-hmm. on between them um it's a really special scene it's such a good scene definitely one of my faves and the foot touch was improvised which everybody at this point knows but i still think it's <laughs> worth mentioning like it's great great move now don't say everybody i hope there's someone at home watching who's like what yeah yeah <laughs> it was improvised I hope you come here to find out fun niche facts about this show that you would only know if you're on Tumblr um, and insane and don't sleep at night. Mm -hmm. I want to watch this show for the first time again. I know. It's almost like I could, I wish I could like (laughs) wish upon a star and then like not know anything that happened. That's why I'm so excited and also afraid for season two because I don't know what to expect. Yeah, and, like, how my mental health is going to handle that. I'm tempted to get in a car crash just so I can hit my head and forget pretty much everything that's ever happened to me just so I can rewatch this again with no knowledge. Please don't. But I also... I heard you say, please do, so I'll see you later. (laughs) Uh Yeah. Yeah. So, Caitlin, before we move on uh, to the next episode, which is quite the move to make, I'm scared. Um... I think we should rate this episode on our tier list, Caitlin. Our tier list. What in what in the heck are our tiers? <laughs> our tiers are at the tippy top. It made me eat all of my house's drywall and the accompanying nails. Made me mentally ill, affectionate, neutral, like my pH levels. Made me mentally ill, foreboding. And finally, at the very bottom, River Riverdale Core. <laughs> Yay! What did you rank it? Um, I said that I ate all my house's drywall and the accompanying nails for this <laughs> yeah. episode. I just think it's hard for me to place this any lower on uh, the list with just everything that happens at the end. Yep. It's just a great episode. Mm-hmm. So much happens. There's so many great scenes. And the end takes the cake. Yeah. How about you? Oh, yeah. I don't have a house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just wind blowing. <laughs> it's just gone. Um, just Fleetwood Mac in the distance. We, we unintentionally become the podcast, but outside. Yeah. We didn't mean it. We just watched a show. That Oops, made we're outside with the table and microphones now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't rank it any lower because of the amount of hours I uh, have 
lost due to just staring at gifs of their feet touching on tumblr half of my life <laughs> yeah half of my life is been donated to experiencing this yeah it just oh it's so good it's yeah so good it's just it's also i feel like with that foot touch it's like one of the first moments where it's reciprocated like i love when like we see like ed is a very like hands-on person like he's the one that he's always doing like the shoulder touches yeah. and like is the one that like he's the one to make the move but this mm-hmm. is one of this is like the first time that we see steed like touch him back in any way and um i just think that's really good <laughs> a little short circuit in a moment but like it, yeah like i just feel like it is one of those moments that like you see like it's almost like they're equal because they're because they're um connected in that way like you see that at that point like there's a level playing field they're on because they both when ed had left were devastated Mm -hmm. um ed was clearly miserable on that beach steed we know was miserable because we stayed up all night (laughs) watching them so to see them be like this is where we both belong and then just go boop yeah 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 done wonders whoa (laughs) So if this were only the most insane thing that would ever happen in the history of this show, mm-hmm. however, it's not because we still have two more episodes. Uh oh, <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> we are so happy that we had you join us for this episode of Thank you. Lit by Moonlight. Um, please come back next week when we review episode nine. Act of Grace. Act of Grace. Ah. Ah. Who's not ready? Put it in the comments. <laughs> We've seen this multiple times. We're still not well. I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm expect. I'm anticipating that it may be a little bit Riverdale Court. <laughs> oh yeah, the worst episode to ever exist. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! All right. Bye. Cheers and queers. <laughs>